בסדר. אוקיי, ובוא חשם מי... And it's good if you have the if you have the story with you every year because we're going to be referring back to sentences in the Mice so the Mice begins I'm going to tell you call on this initially Shahli now there are many journeys that Rabbi Nachman took there are many journeys and every single Nasiya every single one of these trips that he took was filled with all kinds of all kinds of the flows of wondrous things there were many times that he went by himself and we don't know where he was and what he did sometimes he would tell afterwards where he was and sometimes he went with a few of his of his chavah each one of the journeys was for a particular tikkun to fix, to repair, to correct something in Chaim O'Hara and Kufnun Hei says the following Rabbi Nachman said Ilo hayu yoidim ha'ilam al ma'ani noseya Rabbi Nachman said Ilo hayu ha'ilam yoidim al ma'ani noseya if the ilam if, if people would know why is it that I'm taking these trips he would suddenly get up and disappear if the ilam would know al ma'ani noseya hayu noishkim as jirisa saraglayim shli they would kiss the footsteps they would kiss the imprints of my feet with every single step that I take I'm bringing the entire world back and very often when he would return from the trips he would say Tyra And the Torah that he would say obviously had to do with that journey, with that trip. And sometimes he would tell some of the things that happened. Sometimes the, the people who went with him were allowed to say. Other times they weren't allowed to say. This story that we're learning is about his journey to the, to the town of Novorich. This was before Purim. And... Rabbi Nachman went as he sometimes did. He went disguised, not in a costume, but he went disguised as a soicher, as a merchant, as a business person. And he spent time during that trip along the way meeting with different soicherim, meeting with different lumber merchants. <coughs> he took with him two chassidim and... They said there were many, many inyonim nefloim that happened along the way. When they came to a certain pundak, they, say, they came to a certain inn. So Rabbi Nachum was sitting with business people. And they said that, the chassidim said that, and other people that were there, that they, they couldn't believe the bekiyas that Rabbi Nachman had in business. He had never had any shaykhs to, to this world, to the business world. And when they were there at this particular place, there was a... There was a boy that ran over to him and said, "Ah, oh, Agutayid, Agutayid." Now, Agutayid means meant a rabbi. The Chassidish rabbi was called Agutayid. That's how Jews refer to rabbis. A rabbi was known as Agutayid. So this little boy went over to the rabbi who was posing as a businessman, and he called out Agutayid. Rabbi Nachman said that that child had the neshama of the Yenuka in the Zohar HaKadosh. 
the child in the Zara College without going to that, that, who that was. And there were many, many other Maisis that happened on this journey. But as you remember, we mentioned last week that this particular journey that he took to Novridge was somehow connected to the journey that his neshama took to come to this world. And the story that we're going to be learning, that the story is somehow the story of the tzaddik's descent, of the descent of Rebbe Nachman, of his neshama to the guf, and the whole tachlis of, of him being here in this world. Along the way, to Novich, Rebbe Nachman said, Yeish and I have the ability to bring the entire world to do tshuva, to bring the world back to Hashem. Not only to bring back simple people, to help, I could bring back the tzaddikim to do tshuva. Sounds like it's easier to bring simple Jews back to Hashem than to bring the tzaddikim back to Hashem. I have the ability to bring them back to do tshuva. Because Sadiqim also have to be brought back. Then he added, not only Yisrael Kedoshim do I have the ability to bring back, all of the nations of the world, I have the ability, he said this along the way, and there are other Diburim that are reported there in Chaim Aran, where he speaks about this particular trip. And he was Maramis, in what he said, he alluded to this, that, that the trip somehow was the site of the descent of his neshama into Olam Hazar. And the whole Indian of what it means to have his kashvas with him, it's all alluded to in Ramazim in the, in the story. And we'll, we'll talk about some of these are Muslim, and what they mean. The Maisa begins, let's go and take a look at the first sentence. Maisa b'melech echad shahoyu alav kama milchamas kvedes. So Maisa, the king, melech echad, shahoyu alav kama milchamas kvedes, who had a number of very, very difficult milchamas, milchamas kvedes. And he conquered he conquered those who were opposed to him. But not only was he victorious, but Velokach Shvuyim Harbe. And he took he took many, many Shvuyim, many prisoners. Well, that, that's what we're going to talk about today. So Kurdim Kol, we need to identify who's the Melech. Now, typically in stories that we have from the Medrash and so on, typically the Melech is Melech Malchem Lochem. But here, Rebbe Nachman is talking about the Tzadik. The Tzadik is Melech. But we'll see how that reaches even people like ourselves. As far as the Tzadik being a king, the Gemara says in Gid, Man Malchem Rabban. Man Malchem Rabban. The Chachamim are the kings of this world. Meaning that tzaddikim are the malachim, are the kings of this world. And the true tzaddik, therefore, is called a melech. In many places in Chazal, we see that Hashem as well gives melucha and memshola, he gives from Shemayim, the tzaddik, the ability, lahanigas Yisrael. And in many, many ways, the entire world. The purpose of melech Yisrael, of the tzaddik, of every tzaddik, that bechina of malchus, is Lefarasem Malchus Shemayim. It's not for the sake of the Tzaddik himself. The Melech, the Tzaddik, is responsible to lead the Jewish people in their Avaidah to be Mefarasem Malchus Shemayim, to reveal Malchus Shemayim in this world. And because of that, the Tzaddik is given tremendous power. The Gemara says in Ma'idkot, Natazayin, you know the Gemara, Mi Moshal be Tzaddik. The Kivyoch Hashem himself says, Shani Goizer, the Kashbaruch himself says, I make, I make a gzera, and the tzaddik has the ability to annul the decree that I made. 
Mi Moishel be. Kivyochel. That the Tzadik Kivyochel is Moishel, was given such a memshola that through the Kaychus of the Tzadik, the decrees of Hashem could be annulled. So the simple pshat of the Melech in this story, where we are right now, is the Tzadik. The Tzadik. The Tzadik is the one who receives the Malchus in this world from Hashem. The Korach Nemem But on a deeper level, every single Jew receives the Korach of Malchus from Hashem. Chazal referred to the Jewish people as B'nai Malachim. And that every single Jew, according to his Madrega, has received the Korach of Malchus. To understand this a little bit, let's look in the Lukut Amaran. You should have the page, right? Everybody has the page. Nun Vav. Let's just learn Oisius Aleph and Beis. In Torah Nun Vav. Very quickly. We're trying to identify the Melech in this story. So Ibn Ahmed says the truth is that every single Jew has the Chinas Malchus, that Sadiq is Malchus Mamish, but every single Jew has a Bechina, an aspect of Malchus. Each person, according to his own bechina, kein yeshlo bechinas malchus. So he has this quality of malchus. Yesh shehu seirav bebeso. That's borrowing from the pasuk in Megillah Esther. Bechal, this Torah is connected very much to Purim. Yesh shehu seirav bebeso. There is a person whose malchus is in his home. He's seirav bebeso. He rules over his home. Then you have a person whose memshola, whose malchus, whose jurisdiction extends beyond his own immediate family. And there's even a person, there's even a Jew whose moishel al who rules over the entire world. Each person according to the Bechina of Malchus that he has. And therefore the different levels of Malchus. We see in Pashas Yisro there are Sari Alofim. Those who are officers over the thousands, Sari Meos, the hundreds, Sari Chamishim, Sari Asaras. The different Madregas of Malchus that a Jew has. And this Bechina of Malchus, that's why the mice that we're learning is about every Jew, not just about the Tzadik. Because every Jew has a Bechina of Malchus. So Rabbeinu says, This Bechina of Malchus that everyone has, This Malchus is in a way that is Revealed, Bizgalia, who Bizkasya. And it's a way also that's concealed. Bizgalia, in a revealed way. Hainu Hamemshala, Sheshla Kalachla Fibichinosa. The Memshala that each person has, according to his Bechina, his Madrega. Shumoshala Eluhan Oshim Bizgalia, that he rules over a number of people, either his family or his employees, Rukhulu Rukhulu or other people over whom he has tremendous influence, in a way that's bezgalia, in a way that's revealed. Kfi bechinas ha-malchus as we learned. U-bezkasyahu, and in a concealed way, ki gam yesh l'kol echad l'fri bechinas ha-malchus bezkasyahu. Each person, his madrega, also has what's called malchus bezkasyahu, concealed malchus. Dainu. That even though Be'ezgalia, it seems that he doesn't have any Memshala, you wouldn't be able to see that he has any control, any Memshala over these people. 
Nevertheless, in a very hidden way, Behelem Gadol, who he's in control of certain people. Because their neshamas are beneath him, are under his control. And are submissive to him. And so to each one of those neshamas, also as a begin of Malchus. And there are other people that are under them. And this Bechina of Malchus that's Biskasia also is the Kolachad, each person. The Fibichin also, according to his Bechina. Bibchina Sariyalov, and Sariyamayas, and so on. Vyesh Echad, Shibizgalia, Ainloi Shumem Shol. And there's such a thing as a person that Bizgalia, Ainloi Shumem Shol, if you would see this person, he could be sitting, you know, on a street corner holding out uh, a little cup for everybody to throw in a couple of shkolem, a couple of, a couple of pennies. Bizgalia and Lishum Memshala. That when you look at him, Bechlad don't see any Memshala at all. No family, no people, no Talmidim, no friends. Bechlal, Bechlal. Bizgalia and Lishum Memshala. There's no Memshala at all. Vafapichem Bizkasiu Vehelab Gadl, Homoshal Akol Hadar. But in a very, very hidden and remarkable way, the truth is that he's ruling over the entire generation from that little street corner. I feel how cold Sadiq And this person who on the outside doesn't appear to have any memshala at all, in truth, could be Marshall even on the Sadiqim of the generation. He because all of them, the shamans, are under his malchus, are part of his malchus. And without knowing it themselves, they are nechnoim ukfufim elav. They have to submit to his malchus. This is very, very concealed. Mukto Mugash Lishmi. The king whose Malchus is most concealed is Melach Malchemloch. Because he's a Melach Nelov. Like it says in Posig, he's a disgraced king. And it seems to people who are looking from the outside that God has no control over anything. It doesn't look like he has a Malchus or Memshal at all. I can do whatever I want. I do whatever I want. He has no Memshal, he has no Malchus at all. And therefore, the Posig is talking about Avidevadazar can bring all kinds of offerings, and nothing happens to them. The Pesach says, which means, so these people are running around and they're worshipping idols. All of these are offerings that are being made to Avadazara, and each of those Avadazara believe that they're acting in accordance to their own free will, and they're doing whatever they want, and they can get away with whatever they want. But in a way that's very, very hidden, everything is lishmi. It's all about Akash Baruch Malchus is Memshala. And the Kulam Nechnoim Elavizbar, they're all Kalim. They're all Kalim in Hashem's hands. And therefore, in a deeper way, not that they intend to. But they're also, they're also serving Hashem's will. They're nechnoim elav, and they're carrying out in this world what Hashem is baruch, what Hashem is baruch wants to be carried out. You know, it's a halim gadol. Why would Hashem is baruch want there to be any other desar? What desar is terrible, and everything is against his 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 mitzvahs. Uh, uh, Rakshu Behelem God. Rakshu Behelem God. It's in a very, very, very hidden way. Rakshu Behelem God. All of it is the Banshal. That's Hashem's Malchus Biskasya. Kamai Chain Zois Abchinish Malchus Biskasya. So too Hashem has given over to, to people. Malchus Biskasya. Shaav Shibizgalya Enlai Shumem Shalah. 
that even when you look at this person, you don't see that he has any memshal at all. He has no memshal at all. It doesn't rule over any because his wife tells him what to do. His kids tell him what to do. He looks like he's a loyutzloch. He's not in control of anything or anybody. Nevertheless, Biskasya calls it Behelem God who moilech alayah. Behelem God who moilech alayah. Vem kulum tachtov nechnoim elav. The truth is that they're kulum tachtov they're all beneath him nechnoim elav. And they're nechna to him. A person can sometimes see this, even though it's Biskasya Mamish, it's Behelem God. Sometimes there's a person, I'll just give you a little bit of a muscle. It's a very poor muscle, but just a tiny little bit of a muscle that sometimes there's an Indian that a person has with another person. That Ruvain has an Indian with Shimon. That he, that he looks down, Ruvain looks down at Shimon. And Ruvain sees himself as superior to Shimon. Kilo, he's moilach over Shimon. And Shimon is somebody that's inferior to him. Shimon just goes about his business. But Ruvain is completely obsessed with Shimon. Shimon doesn't think about Ruvain at all. So who's Tachas who? Who's subservient to who? So Ruvain could be the, the wealthy, the wealthy Macha, and Shimon is Shimon is some guy that that might work for him. That's what it looks like. He works for him in a factory in one of his businesses. And for what, how and what? But the, on a deeper level, Biskasio, Behelam Godel, Shimon doesn't care what Ruben thinks at all. He just does his job. He doesn't care. But Ruben is obsessed with Shimon. Shimon controls Ruben. If a person you have in a marriage sometimes that the that the husband looks like he's that he's the one in charge. But all the wife has to do is to say a certain word and it makes him crazy. He starts going nuts. So who's in charge of who? I'm just saying a Tamachus Biscasia. On the outside he looks like he's the Balabas, Sarabai. It's like Achashverish and Vashti. So he ended up killing he ended up killing Vashti, no? Demis is that she was in control of him. It's Kishevis Hamelach. He wasn't Demis. His Malchus wasn't a real Malchus. Achshvesh was nervous every single second what Vashti with Vashti with Vashti. And he was completely Nichna Tachtel. Akadekach that he had to eliminate her from the world. So the Malchus he was Bizgalya Achashvesh was the Melech. He looked like he was a Melech, Bizgalya. When Biskasia, Vashti was the Malchus. He wasn't the Malchus. It was nothing. There's nothing. It was a, it was a joke. That's just a marshal of how the way we see things, Bizgalia, might have nothing to do with the Emes, but the Malchus is Biskasia. The Malchus Biskasia is something else. And then Rabbi Nachman says that we have to be careful in base, always base. And everybody, each person has to be very, very careful. Has to be very careful. Not to use this bechina, this strength, this koch that he has of malchus, for his own pleasure, his own purposes. That he shouldn't use this malchus to become himself like an evid, just to, just to satisfy his desires. But the malchus should be a true malchus, because a true malchus is somebody who is free. He's not. In, he's not. Meshubah to his taivas. He's a ben chayrin. As it says in Kohelis, Hashreich Eretz Shamalkech ben chayrin. Fortunate is the country whose king is a free man. Shamalkech ben chayrin. 
that the Melech is a Ben Chayyim. Shamalchus Yestocha Ben Chayyim. Livlila Ishtamish Bailahanoscha. Not to just satisfy one's own pleasures, oneself, but rather the Malchus is the Bechina of Ben Chayyim. This is the Malchus of Mordechai. So there you see that Haman, that Haman was, was a very, very powerful person. So officially, as far as the laws of Paris and Mordechai were concerned, Haman, next to, next to Achashverosh, Haman was the most powerful, was the most powerful person in Shushan Habir. But the Metzius is that Biskasi, of course, Mordechai was ruling over him. And the background was like that to begin with. And Mordechai, the Malchus of Mordechai was over the Malchus of Haman. And therefore, every time that Haman would come to the Shara Malach, he would go crazy. And you'd see that Mordechai Yehudi is sitting Bishara Malach. And that filled Haman with rage, with anger. Mordechai was Mordechai was was holding uh, the the reins, the ropes. He was ruling over Haman. The bechin of Mordechai is bechinus mor drawer. Mor drawer is, is the, the targum translates as maradachia, which is of course from the ingredients of the ketiras of the shemna mishcha, is mor drawer. Just translated as Maradachi, Mordechai. The Gemara says in Chulam. Shahamorus, Morus means Hainu Malchus. Mar is a hint, Rabbi Nachman says to Morus. Morus means Malchus, means sovereignty and control. Shahamorus, Hainu Hamalchus, Yeshla Dror Vecheres. Mar, Dror. Dror means freedom. So Mordechai is the Bechina of Morus, which is Malchus, that is a Ben Chayrin. That's free. That was used only for that one tachlis that he spoke about before we began learning the Torah. The Indian of the Tzadik. And the tachlis of each and every one of us. To use our malchus to be Megalakvite Shemai, Malchus Shemai. And in order for that to happen, the malchus has to be a Ben Chayrin. Not Meshubat, the Taivas that are selfish, that are greedy for oneself. But to be Ben Chayrin. To serve the higher need of Melech of the kingdom, which is Melech Malchem Lochem, and the Tachlis of the whole kingdom of this whole world is the Farsim Malagalus Malchus Hashem is born. That's, that's the Melech is a Ben Chayyim. Therefore, Mordechai, the Tzadik, is a Loshna of Moradachia. Moradror is Morus, again, Malchus, and Dror means Chayus, means freedom. Kim la Hashem is Baruch. Kim la Hashem is Baruch. The Pchinus Vahoysel Hashem Hamlucha. Because the whole Tachlis of this world is Vahoysel Hashem Hamlucha. Tahainu Lishtamish Im Hamalchus, Lavadis Hashem is Baruch. Each person has to use his Malchus. That's what this story is about. Each person has to use his Malchus, Lavadis Hashem is Baruch. To somehow to warn, to teach, to instruct all of the neshamas that are under his memshala, all of the neshamas that are subjugated to his malchus. Each one according to the madrig of malchus that he has, bizgali bizkasya. To do what? To serve Melech Malchem Hamloch. Gadol Hashem Iti, Unirayim Moshmoyachdav. True Godless is Hashem. Gadol Hashem Iti. The job of the Melech, each Melech, each person according to his Malchus, is to bring those who are under his Malchus up together. Gadol Hashem Iti, Unirayim Moshmoyachdav. To glorify his name together. And that king with his Malchus, brings the Bnei HaMalchus, of his Malchus, of his orbit, to be Mamlech, 
HaKadosh Baruch where a person can see this in a, in a clear way that he's, if he's Moshe Bebeisa his Malchus is his family he has to teach, instruct, to warn, and so on. Bnei Beiso, the members of his household. That's his malchus. At least Bizgali, that's what he sees. And his job is, as the melech over that, that's the beginning of his malchus. And he has malchus over those individuals who came down in his life, that these are the, these are the Bnei HaMishbacha, Bnei Beiso, to teach them, to instruct them, to bring them to bring them up to Kaddish Baruch. And that he shouldn't Khalila use his malchus in a way to take his family away from Hashem, but to bring them closer to Hashem. And if a person has a bigger memshala, could be at work, people that work for him, could be Talmidim of his, he teaches, or whatever. That's Bizgalia. Bizkasi doesn't, doesn't know. But somehow, through the way that he conducts himself, the way that he acts, and what he says, and what he does. He's in control of Each person according to Bechinas HaMalchus Shalai. His responsibility is to be a Malchus of Ben Chayrin, not to, not to use his Kaychus, his Melucha, his power to rule over people to serve his needs, but to help the people as a king, to help the people under his jurisdiction, to be mamluch hakadosh baruch to be magalu, to be mafarsim, kvayt shemaim, malchus hashem, v'hoisel hashem amluch. Ad kamlin yaneinu. It's a long Torah. There's more of Purim here too. Ashuos is a lot in this Torah, but ad kamlin yaneinu. Baruch you want. It seems that we're talking about on a level. Days more of a practical level. So, under the Shomal level, how is, how is he supposed to fulfill? What um, is, what is the Iker the fulfillment? This Ani down the corner probably doesn't even know that. Right. He wouldn't he wouldn't know. So then what's the Tachos? His, his Malchus for him at that moment in life could be over himself. He doesn't realize that when he's moilech on his, on whatever his Indian is and his avoid is, his yetsar, whatever that might be, that by doing that, his he's expanding the strength of his malchus, and somehow he's being megalik kvayt shemaim, he's being mefarsim kvayt hashem, in a way that's biskasya. Those where you and I uh, are sitting someplace and nobody on earth sees us, nobody sees us sitting someplace. And you have a taiva for something. And you and you are moilach on that taiva. You're a ben chayrin. You don't give in to be controlled by that taiva. But you stay in control and you and your malchus is intact. Then in a way that's bizkasya, not only have you taken control of yourself, but you have also brought up many other, other people. That are nechnoim tachtacha that you might not even know. You have no idea who they are. And not only that goes beyond that. It could be eniklachtik or ir eniklachtik that that after you not even in the world after hundred and twenty. Arkadekach is the the malchus is biskasia. Again, many times it's bizgalia. The guy in the street corner. Does he know that he has such a malchus? That's not clear. There are tzaddikim this term that they know that. And that every single tnua, every single uh, shake of his cup, he's shaking up uh, the worlds. We're not talking about every potential you have not. What? We're not talking about every potential you have not. Right. Just right. a regular person. A regular person. A regular, per, a, regular a regular person's responsibility is to be a melech ben chayrin. A melech ben chayrin. A melech ben chayrin is a person who is not subjugated to the malchus of the sitrach, 
a person who's not who's not living to satisfy himself, but is living to be Megala Kvaitasha. And 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 when he overcomes his own taivas, and he's a Melech ben Chayron, then the Malchus Biskasi is being strengthened, and somehow Kvait Hashem is increasing in the world, even though he doesn't see it himself. He doesn't know how this is happening, and we don't see that ourselves. What's taking place when we, when we conduct ourselves in a way that befits a king, a Melech, and it's the way of Malchus. So on a deeper level, the story is not only about, it's not only about the tzaddik. Tzaddik is the, has a tremendous kaira malchus. It's not only about the tzaddik, but it's about each and every one of us. Each and every one of us has, as we learned just now, has a kaira malucha of malchus, a memshol. It's about everyone. Now we're told in the Maisa, that's Aleph. Now we're told in the Maisa that the king... The king has fought many wars. And that he was and that he conquered those who were against him. The Pashtas is that Rabbi Nachman is telling us that the Avoida of Amelach and each one of us and the Avoida of Malchus is that after a person is victorious in one Mulchama, he's not he doesn't stop. He's not finished. So you love Kam Mulchamas Kvedish Vikovasha. There are many, many kibushim. It's the nature of a person is when he reaches a certain level, let's say, in his learning, in his Yoshamayim. A person can get stuck in that place, he can spend the rest of his life at that Madraga. You have a person that's 50, 60 years old and he hasn't really made any kibushim since he's 15. He hasn't conquered anything since he's 15. He's holding it the same, he has the same malchus when he's 60 years old as when he's only 16. There haven't been any additional kibushim. What Rabbi Nachman is saying is that the definition of a true melech is that he's constantly kaivish kibush. There are more and more, there are melchamas kvedas, very difficult wars, and there are more and more melchamas. And he takes prisoners in each of these Muhammads. We'll talk about the prisoners in a minute. He takes prisoners in each of these Muhammads. He takes prisoners. I'm sure many of you remember that the Chavis Lavavis tells about how there was a Melech, a big Chashava Melech, said about Alexander, but it's, it's brought down the Chavis Lavavis that the king that came back from his campaign of winning a tremendous, tremendous war, and the Chacham said to him, You've just come back from a, a little war. But now that you're finished with that major, with that little war, that minor battle, which was like at that time a world war, now that you've finished with the little war, go now go home. You go to your own house. And in your own house, there is the great war, the big Melchama. He Melchemes Ayetzer, Lawad is Hashem is Baruch Be'emes. To serve Hashem Be'emes. And therefore, as the Ramchal says, the beginning of his Sharm, there isn't a person who comes to this world whose life is not filled with all kinds of Melchamas. The Sionis and Melchamas Kvedis, like Rabbi Nachman begins the story. And Davka the Tzadikim, who have tremendous koch of kibush, who are powerful warriors, Davka the Tzadikim have the biggest Yitzhar. As the Gemara says in Sukkah, Kol Gol Mechavero, The bigger the person, the greater the person, the bigger the Yitzhar. Because Davka the Tzadik, and the bigger Tzadik, who has a tremendous melucha, tremendous memshola, and he has a tremendous koch of kibush, he has an ability to conquer, to be menatzeach, Davke, Davke, Yitzvah Godman. His Yitzvah is stronger. The enemies that rise up against him. His Nisyanis, his Muhammad's, are greater than the regular person, the average person. And this Muhammad begins from the moment that the person comes into the world. As the Svarim bring on the Apostle, Kisei Tzel Muhammad Levecha, that Kisei say, 
the moment that one comes out of the mother's womb. We don't understand how that begins then. But the Kiseitse immediately begins the Mochama Levecha. The Indian of the Tzaddik is that the Tzaddik is not in his spoil. It's not in his spoil from the enemy and all of the different all the different strategies of the Eight Sahara. But the Indian of the Tzaddik is that he's Loichem, the Loichem, the Koivesh, the Koivesh. Every minute of his life, new Melchamas, new Kibushim to be Megalik Hashem in the world. And it's Davka when the person has already been, when the person has already tasted of some victory, there's already been some didan natsach in his life, and he feels that he's been somewhat successful, and he feels that he already reached a certain madrega, that the easiest thing then is to become complacent and to stop with the kibush. The trademark of the tzaddik is Oid Yosef Chai. The tzaddik is called Ishchai, Ben Ishchai Rav Paul, Ben Ishchai, Oid Yosef Chai. Oid Yosef Chai is the way Rabbeinu described a certain king where Rabbi Nachman said, that there's a king who every single breath that he took, passes, he's referring to himself. There's a king in the world who every single breath that he takes, every single neshima, is filled with his chachas and that war to conquer something new, to conquer something else. And therefore, when we look at Rabbi Nachman's life, and what he said about himself from the time that he was a child, he describes himself as the Muhammad that he had as a child. We don't see this by any of the other tzaddikim to talk about. That even when he was a child, he describes the toikif yegiyosef on the rose, the unbelievable effort that he put into everything that he did, the Muhammad that he had, even as a child. And he describes to us a little bit of the tzaddikos, the screaming, the tchinis, the esbaitados, the tiniest, the fasting, what he would, all kinds of ways that he would torment himself, the siguvim, and the and the Muhammad, and he always said that he felt Ki'ilu at that moment Hiskil, he just began. He was just starting. The Muhammad. He was just going out to war for the first time. It was Kulay Ishajis, Kulay Milchamas and Yigiyas Kibushim and another war and another war, another piece of Gemara, another piece of Tfila, another Indian of another Tikr Hamidas, another Shmir Sainaim, Oid Va Oid. Od Yosef Chai. The whole Indian of the Tzaddik is Oid. Is that he's a Loichim, he's a warrior, he's a Koyvesh. And that requires constant Hizchachas, always Hizchachas. Therefore, the Svarm HaKadoshim say, it's brought down in Noim Elimelech and other Svarm, that Ashra Mishi Fortunate is the person who Bechlal knows and feels that he's in a Milchama. You ask many people from people, how's it going in the Milchama? No, I'm kind of Milchama. It's not, it's not any Milchama at all. It's not any Milchama. Even if he, let's say, he's a person that goes to Davin every day, and he, that's, that's the Indian that he has. Again, that could be when he was 16 years old, he had to overcome that Indian of not going to Davin. And when he was 16, 17, whatever, he fought a certain Milchama, Kolakavat. And he won the Muhammad of being a Jew that goes to Shul. He was victorious in the Muhammad. He's now a Shul Jew. He goes to Shul. But that could be when he was 16, 17 years old. That was the Muhammad. And he hasn't fought the Muhammad since now. He's complacent. He feels that he's victorious. I, every minute of his life, the emphasis to all kinds of Muhammad that he should be fighting, but he's not fighting. And the Rabbi Lamal says that most of the people of the world most of the world which the tzaddikim say that any day that a person doesn't feel that he had his gabrus on his yaitzer 
It's like it's not a day in his life. It's not a day in his life. It doesn't count as a day. What kind of malchus is that? What kind of malucha? What was he moilach over that day? What's his malchus? What's the kibush of that day? We just went through, we just went through this day. This day is now it's coming to an end. What was the malucha that each one of us had this day? There are. Everybody knows his own Indian. What was the hisgabus? What was the malchus? What was the kibush? Something new. Something that he wasn't in control of yesterday, and today he's in control of. Something that was good in his, that he, that needed to get, that he needed to do in his life, and he wasn't able to, and today, it was a kibush. That's the Avayda we're talking about. Muhammad's kveidus, heavy wars. So, the Rabbi Lamach and other tzaddikim say, most people arrive for Ireland, b'chlal, and masukim muhammadzim. And masukim muhammadzim. Person's making a shahakal his whole life. It's a shahakal. His shahakal today is the same shahakal that he said yesterday. It's the same shahakal that he said when he when he was by mitzvah. It's the same shahakal. What was the keepers? What was the milcham? Most of the world's not a sukkah. The fact that you see somebody that he's good and he doesn't do disgusting things, that could be a madrega that he was kind of when he was a young man. That he's a nice, you know, he doesn't, doesn't do bad things like that. Doesn't do bad things. So you could have, you could. Have, I remember I had a conversation when the shul first started. There was I gave a whole shmuz about shmir samachshavos, about about guarding one's thoughts. This is a mice from twenty six years ago. We were in the in the little house we had there on, on Woodmere Boulevard, and and one of the one of the chaver there is a very sweet. I guess would be called a modern Orthodox. You know, grew up in that in that world, and he came over to me after we said, "Now this, now that there's also a thing like a, it's it's hard enough. That I don't do bad things. Now you tell me I can't think of bad things. He never heard of this. So at that time, as a guy, he was already he was, he was already 55, 60 years old, like Shkayich. You know, I had, at least, uh, until you came into my life, at least I had some fun. You know, in my head." <laughs> You, I was having a good time. I didn't do bad things, you know. I'm like a, a good husband. I'm a good guy. I'm a nice guy. I don't do bad things. But in my head, I, you know, I drank, you know. In my head, I'm going around doing stuff. And now you came and get a whole drush about how you can't do that in your head either. Like, my mom just messed him up. See, he felt like he was a Ben Chiron, like, you know. At least, he, he, so he was a nice guy. He was a very fine person. And he didn't do bad things. And he... And he was a good guy, like from the time that he was a Bach or whatever. He was a good guy. He, wouldn't, he would never go off with a woman. He was a good guy. But in his head, he was, he was going on dates all the time. You know? <laughs> he was meeting people. He was going places. In his brain, he was all over the place. When the Baal Shem says, that's where you are, where you're Mashav. So the Ica person is a Mashav. And he never heard of such an Indian that a person has to watch his Mashav, that guard his Mashav, you know. That's what the tzaddikim is saying. That roiv ha'olim and emosukim mechamzu klal. Most of those bechlal, bechlal, not not in this Indian of mechamah. Mechamah means amish every day. Kibushim and mechamahs, kibushim and mechamahs. Midas rose, achshavas rose, shemir seinaim, all kinds of tayvus. Then you have Gaiva. You have a person that he's an arrogant person. He's an arrogant person. And if he acts in an arrogant way, and someone says to him, What's the matter? You know, you're a guy. He says, This is who I am. You're saying that you're a Balgaiva. You call it whatever you like, but this is who I am. You, tell, you, talk, to, you talk down to people because you have money. You think you're some kind of knacker because you have money. And then he'll give it back to you. Did you ever consider that maybe it's Kedai to wage a war against this Indian that you have of being a Balgaiva? No, he touches it up that this is, uh, my, this is my Mitzis. My Mitzis is, and I'm a Balgaiva. I got my problems, you got your problems. I'm a Balgaiva, you're a Gabaltaiva. So this is my Indian. But maybe, maybe you could fight against that. Maybe it's Kedai to go out to war and see if you, maybe it's possible 
not to be a Balgai. Between us, as Chareim, when you read in the Sefer, you look, you open up a Noimele Melech, you open up a Kedusha Slavi, you open up a Beman Chaim, and you see that the Tzaddik is talking about Tchila Rechima, Havas Hashem, Yos Hashem. You know how many of us, we look at those words, and we, it's not Shaykh as does. Havas Hashem. I'm just trying not to mess up, you know. It's not any of a Havas Hashem. I know what you're talking about. To love God, to, to, to we dream of, of being able to come to that Muhammad, to be able to be in that war, to, to reach such a place that's called Ahavas Hashem. Most of us gave up on that. We, we're trying just to you know, survive. But Muhammad, 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 Muhammad's Kvedis, it's not just in Sumerah. Not just not to do something bad. That's, of course, Muhammad. But in Asay Toiv, Ahavis Hashem, Yiris Hashem, Madragas, and higher and higher Madragas. This is what makes the Tzaddik, this is what makes the Tzaddik different. When Rabbi Nozal talks about doing Tshuva and Yetshuva and Tshuva and Yetshuva and higher Madragas of Tshuva, and higher Madragas of Nasev and Ishma. And this is how he lived every second of his short life. His mamish. Every second of his life was Kibushim. And he took prisoners. We'll talk about the prisoners. I'm not going to get to it now. He took prisoners and all the Muhammad's prisoners. He took more people that, and other Nishamas that he brought along with him and so on. And, and other Midas Taibis, some Madragas that he would take from these Muhammad's. That's the Avaida of, of, the, of the king. And so we'll continue with the next year to see, in terms of the Zvuv. The Zvurv and the Akavish and what happened over there, we'll, we'll, we'll begin to get into that more in Mishra next year.